This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. He gets so crazy at times. It sounds like you yell back at your radio. What are you talking about? What the hell? He gets so angry. You tweet to try and calm him down. Now, he gets an hour all to himself. It's Sparky's Midday Madness on the fan with Steve Sparky Pfeiffer. Welcome in Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fan, Seth McClunk, former Brewers pitcher, who was on with us a couple weeks ago at the end of May, uh, talking about you know foreign substances on baseballs and what pitchers have been doing around baseball and He's been very vocal about it for the last couple of months and was very vocal about it on our show here on Sparky's Midday Madness as well. Well, I reached back out to Seth McClung this morning after hearing what Garrett Cole had to say uh, when asked about whether or not, you know, using substances, foreign substances on baseballs and so forth um, in his very uh, nervous answer to it. And I, I want to get Seth McClung's uh, reaction uh, to Garrett Cole's answer uh, that he was given yesterday. Plus, uh, we've got multiple incidents uh, yesterday in the game of baseball uh, with guys missing bases on home run trots. So you had a rookie for the Pirates uh, miss first base after he hit a home run, and the opposing team threw the ball to first base, touched it, and he was out, and it's deemed a fly ball to right instead of a home run to right. And then you had Bobby Wood Jr., who is a highly touted prospect in the Royals organization. He had two home runs. He missed home, according to the home plate umpire, even though the still shot shows Bobby Wood Jr. literally with both feet jumping on home plate. The umpire's eyes are looking at home plate. He claimed he missed home plate, even though he looked right at him, step on it. So unless the pictures are deceiving. But either way, both guys were out. Neither home run counted. Uh, and now there's a lot of debate on social media about whether or not the rules should remain or not. Like, should you even have to run the bases if you have a home run? Sh- do you really need to touch all the bases? Uh, or whether or not, if you don't, should you be out? People think the rule is archaic. So we'll talk to Seth McClung about that as well. And Ryan Braun. Uh, we're going to bring up this uh, little tidbit about Ryan Braun as well. Yesterday... Uh, we had a video of Ryan Braun put out on social media by Braun's uh, girl uh, of Ryan Braun hitting baseballs and yelling, I still got it. And I I, I tweeted, I quote tweeted the video. I, I put myself out there. I said, hey, man, 
yes, I want him. Put him at first base, trade for a third baseman, and go win the NL. Literally, I, I think those literally are the two moves that would put you in a position to win the National League. Not the Central. The National League and go play in a World Series. And then when you get there, we'll see what happens. But I'm just saying, Braun would fix first base. And to that point, Ryan Braun's numbers, okay? Ryan Braun in 2020 didn't play well. Neither did Yelich, neither did Keston Hero, whatever. And now with this foreign substance thing, uh, and all of a sudden baseball uh, scores starting to jump up, home runs starting to jump up since this whole thing has come up in the last week to two, two weeks, uh, baseball is going to get back to being more like baseball was. In 2019, Ryan Braun hit 285, 22 homers, 75 RBIs, 11 stolen bases, with a 343 on base and 505 slugging. I'm here to tell you, if he puts up numbers similar to that, now again, that was 144 games, and he won't play in 144 games as we're already in June. But if he can put up numbers similar to that from hitting around 280 to 290, hitting, you know, with some power and hitting some home runs, say he comes in and starts playing in the majors in July, and he plays the last three months, say it's, I don't know, five home runs a month, Ends up with 15 home runs in three months or something like that. Take it. Done. Sold. Solved. Listen, and I understand there are a lot of you that don't want this dude. I, and I get it. He's old. He's washed up. It's done. Move on. Quit living in the past, Sparky. Right? All that stuff. Fine. But also understand who you're talking to. This is a guy that doesn't like Ryan Braun. Don't like the dude. Uh, don't like the whole cheating aspect and throwing a dude under the bus in K-Town and Kenosha. Like, that, I don't like this dude at all. But I love my Milwaukee Brewers and would like to see a World Series before I die. And his bat at first base in that lineup makes this lineup considerably better. We just had John Heyman on the other day, our Odyssey MLB insider and of course insider for MLB Network. He agreed with me. They're two bats away for saying, hey, they can compete to win the NL. Two bats. Well, you're not going to trade for two bats, right? That's just not going to happen. You're going to have to trade for at least one though. Whether that's first or third, whatever, you're going to have to trade for one. So if you get Braun at first, that takes care of that issue. And then third base, Trade for somebody to come in and play third base. If that's Josh Donaldson, whoever it is, go make that deal. Reese Hoskins, I saw that name being thrown about from Philly. Then the other thing that came up on social media yesterday, I don't know if Plucker saw this or not, was when starting to talk about Brewers fans were, were having a conversation about trading for a third baseman. And it led to talking about Bryce Terang the hotshot shortstop prospect that's coming up in the Brewers' farm system, one of the top prospects, uh, top position prospects, him and Gary Mitchell, the outfielder, and saying, trade him. Trade him. Like, make him the centerpiece of the deal because you have Willie Adamas now, who's a young player at shortstop, so he's not going to play there. Second base, you apparently are sold on uh, Urias, so he's blocked. So just move him. And to that, I say, no. 
I, I'm not down with this idea at all. I don't like this idea. And I don't like this idea because you don't have enough bats to get by. Urias has not shown he can hit 275 or 280 even at this point. He's shown you flashes, right? Then he can be a decent hitter, but he hasn't even put it together for a year yet at the major league level. Hell, he hasn't even had a year of major league at bats yet in his career. So that is way too early to say he's blocked. So trade him. Trade him to get that third baseman to win now. I'm all about winning now, but I'm not a, I'm not willing to trade one of our few position players that are actually playing pretty decent at this point. And it's weird to say as a Brewers fan, I trade pitching prospects. Mm-hmm. Now, there was news yesterday from the Brewers that Andy Ashby is being moved up from double-A to triple-A. He's pitching well at double-A, starter, right? And they're going to make him a bullpen guy at AAA now. And the reason they're going to make him a bullpen guy at AAA now is because they want Ashby to end up being in the bullpen for the Brewers here in the second half of the year and possibly into the postseason to help out. We've seen this before. Cardinals were the ones that really did it the most with La Russa, and it works, right? You take that young, hotshot starter, you make him a bullpen guy to take some of the pressure off of him, you put him into the bullpen from that first year, and then maybe he gets a shot into the rotation the next year. So that works. So that's one pitcher that's kind of close. Ethan Small is another pitcher that's pitching really well at this point, who I think eventually could be in the rotation as well. So now all of a sudden, think about this for a second. We're talking next year or the year after, let's say. You're going to have a rotation of Woodruff, Burns, Peralta, Ashby, and Small, possibly. Again, they all got to stay healthy. But they're all under team control for the foreseeable future. And you want to talk about being stacked. That's stacked, right? And I would assume that after this year, more than likely, Brett Anderson is probably replaced, maybe with an Ashby or a Small or whatever they decide to do to go along with Hauser, and then the other one eventually gets here. I'm guessing Ashby gets in the rotation before Small. But that's how you how good you are right now as far as young pitching goes. So now, when it comes to needing a hitter to play third base, again, sounds nuts, especially coming from a Brewers fan, but I'm willing to trade some young pitching prospects to get me a third baseman that can help me now to try and win the National League. And then there's the Ryan Braun angle of getting him back in here. Again, if it's me, I'm reaching out. And maybe they already have. And maybe Braun's like, hey, I'm going to go take some swings. I'll, I'll get back to you. Let me just go see. Let me just go see what I got. Goes out there. Feels pretty good. Give me a couple more days. I mean, let me let me see if I can get myself back up, work into a lather here, and, and see how my body feels after a couple days swinging this bat. Because, again, if you haven't swung the bat this entire time, uh, and then you get to swing it again. You're going to be sore and so forth, stuff you got to work through. And then do you really want to go through it? And uh, we talk about Brett Favre and, and how that whole thing played out. Retired, not retired, retired, not retired. That dude only wanted to play regular season games. And that dude, by the time the season was done, even has talked about it recently, about how he wasn't even thinking about the following year. Like He was just glad it was done, and now he was going to get a break. But he wasn't about doing OTAs, mini cams, uh, didn't want to do all the days of training camp. Remember back in training camp? That dude didn't practice on Wednesdays. No one there. Mm-mm. 
Had other things to do. Not going not to practice all the days at training camp. No, nope, got other stuff. Mike Sherman allowed that. So, again, from that perspective, maybe that's where Braun's at. Maybe Braun is at the, the point of, I don't really want to retire, but I'm good playing three months, maybe four, if this is a postseason team. And maybe Braun's looking at this pitching staff going, hey, now, we get into a series, and we're going to have a chance against about anybody. And one of the positions where they need some help is first base, where I've dabbled a little bit. Again, he ain't going to be worse defensively than Keston Hira, folks. Not going to happen. It's just not. And even if he is at Keston Hira's level defensively, if he's hitting 285, 290, we're all going to look past it and be fine with it. We're asking for a three-month rental, essentially, out of Ryan Braun. Maybe only two months. But definitely... At least two months. You want him here before August. You can't. I'm not trying to wait past that. I I want him here in July is when I'd want him here. So you know, start the ramp up ramp up process now. Give him two or three weeks to get himself in shape. Maybe do a little something something with the Timber Rattlers or wherever for a, a few games to get himself back in a shape, seeing some pitches. Because again, Bron's another guy. He only he would only take what 20, 30 at bats maybe in spring training. He wasn't playing in all those spring training games leading up to. Game one of the season. Get 20, 30 bats in. I'm good. Let's go. That way he went. I don't think it'd be much different now for Ryan Braun. I think you get him in a couple of games, you know, maybe a series with, with the Timber Rattlers or whatever, until he says, all right, I'm good. Let's go. And you bring him back up. And I know what, what some of you may be saying. What about Keston Hira? Isn't he your favorite player, Sparky? What about Keston Hira? What about him? Craig Council just... Sent him down AAA, said he's going to be there longer than he was the last time, and now Council thinks that there's something wrong with his leg kick. Something wrong with his leg kick two years ago when he was using it just fine. Nobody brought up leg kick last year when he was struggling in the pandemic. The AAA manager did interview with Adam McKelvey. He didn't say anything about a problem with the leg kick. He was hitting just fine down there. He brought up the fact that he's got to quit chasing, you know, chasing pitches. Fine. No problem. What, what's been brought up is, is the fact that, look, he's missing fastballs that are down the middle of the plate and not timing them up and not being able to hit them. Can hit him at AAA, can't hit him at the big league level. So now we're start talking about having to do mechanical fixes and re- redo batting stances and redo swings and trying to reconstruct everything. And again, to Consul's point, he said, just yeah, tweak here, tweak there. That's what he said. But either way, again, I, I said when he got sent down to Rami on Rami's show, when it happened, I, I'm not convinced he'll be back up. Maybe in September. Because if they get somebody to play first base, like Braun, that's going to be Braun. And maybe you give Vogelbach a day or here, you know, because Braun's not going to want to play seven days a week. No chance. He'll probably play four or five. And you give him a couple days off with one of the other guys. But that's going to be that. And then use your prospects to get your third baseman and go. Then go. And now you're set. I just, I really don't think it's much more complicated than that. So we'll see if the Brewers do or not. We'll see if Braun has any interest uh, in coming back. We were talking about it on the big show earlier today. We never got to. We played uh, Gary Anderson talking about Jordan Love instead a little bit earlier today. But yeah, that, that that's where I'm at. I'm all about going to get Ryan Braun. We'll see what Seth McClung thinks about that. We'll see what Seth McClung thinks about the substances being rubbed on the baseballs and Garrett Cole's reaction to it. When he was asked about it last night, because his rev rates have completely dropped off, 
so we'll ask him about that. And then this, this home run rule that people think is archaic. All that's coming up next. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. The clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Sparky's Midday Madness on 1250 AM. The fans, Steve Sparky Pfeiffer, Dan Plucker, executive producer. Don't forget, Rami Makloff. The Rami Show comes up from 3 until 6 this afternoon. You'll hear from Jordan Love, uh, who had one heck of a practice today. Uh, for the Green Bay Packers. After not, being not looking so good in practice one yesterday, he looked really good uh, today. Joining us now on the Great Midwest Bank Hotline, former Brewers pitcher Seth McClung. Follow him on Twitter at Seth underscore 3773. Seth, thanks so much for coming on, man. Appreciate it. Hey, it's always to be good back on him in Milwaukee. Hey, okay, first things first, I, I want to get into uh, Ryan Brawny. They He puts out this video yesterday, or his wife put out the video uh, of him hitting a couple of baseballs and yelling, I still got it. Uh, and obviously that blew up. Uh, and I, I, I said before you came on that if it's me, <clears throat> I'm reaching out to Ryan Braun and just saying, hey, man, do you have any interest? Because you need a first baseman and a third baseman. I don't want him at third, obviously. But you need a first baseman. You need a bat more than anything else. And again, just two years ago, 285, 22 home runs. You know, if he can give you something along those lines, that's better than anything you currently have on this roster to play first base. Yeah, if I'm Ryan Braun, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Killing me. If Killing wanna, me, Seth. If I, if I want to come back, I mean, maybe I missed the game, but like Ryan does a lot of things pretty calculated. And, you know, right now he's a hero. And if he comes back and he fails, I mean, I think that just tarnishes his legend. So, his legacy. Uh, I think Milwaukee could probably do better, maybe picking up somebody at, at the end. You've got a few teams here that are going to be sellers. 
you know, I, what I think, honestly, is you don't really need anybody that's going to make a big impact. You just need somebody who's not going to strike out and roll that lineup over a little bit, just kind of change the mentality just a little bit. You've got tons of pitching. You're good. You're relatively good defensively. You just need people that are going to be on base and kind of score some runs. So you don't need something big, splashed. You just need to be competitive and give yourself a chance because you got the pitching to win. Want to ask you about uh, what happened last night across baseball. So first, uh, you had a situation in Pittsburgh with a uh, third baseman in Pittsburgh who hits a home run to right field. Uh, he runs around the bases. Okay, it's a home run to right field. No big deal. Then, I believe it was the Dodgers appealed to first base, uh, and they win the appeal because he missed first base, and now it's deemed a flyout to right instead of a home run. Then you have a Royals rookie, a highly touted Royals rookie, and Bobby Wood Jr., uh, who hits two home runs in a game, and on one of the home runs, the home plate umpire said he never touched home base, even though the still shots show him jumping on home base with both feet. Uh, but either way, maybe the shot was deceiving, and he is ruled out, and his home run doesn't count, which then leads to fans on social media saying it's an archaic rule. What does it matter if they touch the base or not? A home run is a home run. What say you, Seth McClung? Well, I mean, are we playing beer league softball or major league baseball here? I mean, like, let's just be realistic. You got to touch the base. There's no simpler rule. I mean, you got to touch the base. The fact that this is even being entertained is, is evidence to maybe the fan base or maybe the people who are allowed in this fan base are really out of touch. This is just ridiculous. Touch, touch the base. It's, it's that simple. Touch the base. It, this this shouldn't even be for discussion. Uh, this is I, I don't I don't understand how it's even a, a question point. The, it is so ridiculous to try to to take touching the base away. Like just step on the base. That's it. I, I don't I don't understand what the argument is. And I I won't. If a fan comes to me and says, "Hey, we should get rid of that rule," I, anything they say from that point in any step of life to me is is illogical, and I don't even want to hear it. Okay, so now let's get to the main point of why we have Seth McClung on. Because when we had you on a couple of weeks ago, you have been very vocal on Twitter about it, and you were very vocal about it on our show, about pitchers using some type of foreign substance one way or the other to doctor these baseballs. Uh, and that is why you know, you're seeing hitting down and so forth and seeing, and seeing spin rates. I'm not even sure what that was. And seeing spin rates uh, up. Uh, and now uh, Gary Cole, whose spin rates have completely dropped off more than they've ever been in his career, uh, was asked about it last night uh, after the game. And, uh, you know, because, again, he's been accused of it. So he was asked about it. And this was pretty awkward. And have you ever used spider attack while pitching? Um, I don't. I don't know. I, I I don't know if uh, I don't know quite. I don't quite know how to answer that. To be honest, um, I mean, there are customs and practices that have been passed down from older players to younger players, from the last generation of players to this generation of players, and um, you know, I I think. Uh, I think there are some things that are certainly out of bounds in that regard, and and uh, I've stood pretty stood pretty firm in, in terms of that, uh, in terms of the communication between our peers and whatnot, um, you know. And and I again, like I mentioned earlier, there's 
you know, this is important to a lot of people that love the game. And this is including, including the players in this room, including fans, including, you know, teams. And so if MLB wants to, you know, legislate some more stuff, that's a conversation that we can have um, because ultimately we should all be pulling in the same direction on this. Should all be pulling in the same direction, Seth McClung. What do you make of Gary Cole's comments? Talk about a guy who's unprepared to answer a question. I mean, yeah. a question that he knew was coming. You would think so. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's not it's not Tampa. It's not Milwaukee media markets that are you know kind of relatively safe. It's New York. You're going to get asked that question. Um, the the problem with what's going on is is people want to say pine tar is, is part of that problem, and that's what he's kind of alluding to: passed down traditions of a little bit of pine tar, some block and rosin, something like that. Listen, I'm, I'm going to be very very honest. When we used that stuff, it, it was so the water running down our hands wouldn't get on the ball to where we would hit somebody in the face. We were just trying to hold on to it. And to tell you the truth, I really didn't benefit much from it but other than I could kind of hold on to the ball just a little bit better and I didn't kill somebody. The stuff that they're using now, like he said, spider tack, and there's some other things out there that, that clubs are currently manufacturing themselves and they're employing people to manufacture are greatly increasing the spin rate. And that is the goal, is to increase the spin rate. And and these things that are happening are because guys are swinging more, so now you can make the balls move out of the, the zone more, increasing the more strikeouts. And the problem is w- what Major League Baseball is currently doing, okay, is, is they're going to go now and legislate the sticky stuff, other than the fact that if you just change the mentality of the, of the shift and the launch angle and all that Hitting will go back to normal. Guys' averages will go back up. Scoring will go back up. The game will get back to where it needs to be. What's happening is Major League Baseball is kind of having the same problem as our government's having right now. Over over rules, over laws, more legislation, more people in the mix. There's too many chefs in the kitchen right now. Let's just simplify the game, go back to what it kind of was, let it play itself out, let let batting average matter again. Let's Let's make batting average important again, on-base percentage important again, and, and runs will happen. Now, we take away, you know, if you go, if you take away the, the spider tack and the things that are so tacky, the breaking pitches and the fastballs, that you have to control them to get guys out who are hitting for average. What, with, with the more spin rate, the more movement, you don't have to control it because guys are swinging no matter what. So there's just so many problems going on here. But to, to, to hit your question on the head, the policing, what Major League Baseball is getting ready to do, if you if you will somewhat allow pine tar, which is fine, some black and rosin, which is okay, that was kind of the a gentleman's agreement between hitters and pitchers, like, hey, we're going to get a little bit of an advantage so we don't kill you, that they were like, fine, we're going to still hit the way we're supposed to hit. Now it's turned into, hey, we're hiring scientists and chemists to be sticky stuff that we can control, that we don't have to reapply, that, that is constantly better. That is cheating. That That's like steroids. That's what that is. Don't. Garrett Cole mentioning the older generation is not we in no way did we do that. Now maybe some of our guys did steroids, maybe those guys cheated other ways. And that's something anytime you're gonna play a sport for money, that's what people need to understand. People are gonna cheat because it's about money. It's about making money. Uh, I can tell you meetings that we were in with the players association where they were basically telling us, hey, they're testing for this, they're not testing for that. They were saying it without saying it. They were encouraging us to do one thing over the other. So, guys, they're constantly going to cheat. It's, it's how you regulate it and whether one regulation affects everything. And that's kind of what you're seeing right now in baseball is everything is a reaction to try to score more runs, and you're just going down 
further and further the rabbit hole and, and really dumbing this game down. I want you to explain for people that don't know what spider tack is, like who makes it, what is it meant to, what is it meant for? Is it meant to cheat specifically? Like what's, what, what is it? Well, so they mentioned that specifically. I personally don't have any, I, I don't, I've never used that and I coach high school kids and we don't cheat like that. That's so good to hear. That's good. Yeah. Yes. We don't have any reason to put that on the kid's hand. Um, I'm sure it's just the name brand. Honestly, I don't, I don't really even know. I knew there was a substance that I had messed with from time to time that bowlers had used. Um, and I can't remember the name of that, but basically what it is, it, it just, it, I think it's called dry grip. It just kept my hands dry. Um, I, that's all we were looking for is, is just, can you keep our hands dry? Um, I know for a fact, and I, I've spoken to, to employees of major league baseball clubs that they employ people to come up, they employ scientists in quotation marks, if you will, to come up with substances that give them an advantage. They they have these places that they'll send these pitchers to, whether they're pitching development kind of camps or pitching development labs, if you will, where they're going to experiment with sticky substances to, to create spin, to create more uh, rotational axis words of, of science when it should be like, just get the ball down, you know, like we can make it simple and they're making it as complicated as you can because they're, they're, they're trying to come up with these substances that give them an edge and that's where the edge is. And that's what happens when you put non-baseball people in situation where you're just looking at things analytically. Mm-hmm. If you're sitting there going like, Hey, we need to make this happen. And instead of developing an, an athlete that can do that or scouting an athlete that can do that, they're just going to go create somebody who can do that because it's cheaper, and that's what you're getting, you're getting right now. You're getting guys who don't know how to run the bases. You're getting guys who run backwards to first and a, and a first baseman chasing him home, allowing a run to score. Oh, you're yeah, getting oh, yeah. dumb ball thing. players. Good God. I've never seen that even at the Little League level, I don't think, what happened in that one I'll, with a Cubs game. I'll, I'll tell you right now, I would lose my mind in a high school game had that happen. I, I would literally lose my mind. I would be ejected for yelling at my own players <laughs> Uh, he is Seth McClung. Again, a former Milwaukee Brewers pitcher. Uh, follow him on Twitter at Seth underscore 3773 at Seth underscore 3773. One thing that I've had asked to me by numerous uh, people that listen to the radio show since the last time you were on is how do how does the home plate umpire or any of the other umps not feel the substance or whatever the case may be if pitchers are using something to grip the ball? Wouldn't there be something on the baseball for the, that would tip off uh, an umpire? Uh, typically, there is. I mean, it's not, this is not a secret. It's, it's not, it's just, it's how you're applying it is what it is. So uh, if you look, if you want to watch, you know, you can't judge where it comes from. The catcher could have pine tar in his glove. You could, so you can't, there's some, there's some, you know, whose substance is it kind of issue, if that makes sense. Uh, did it come off the bat? Did it come off? the catcher's glove did it come off the third baseman's glove because i'm telling you right now there's there's the infielders put pine tar on their glove they want the ball to stick in their gloves i mean that, that's part of it there's pine tar in their gloves so it, it, it there you never really know where it's coming from until you can actually see the pitcher apply it and and the the rule of thumb is is the umpire is not going to call it out until the manager of the other team asks for it so that's how that is so Unless you're, 
you know, whipping out a, a, a screwdriver and cutting a baseball in front of somebody, they're not going to call you out until the other manager calls it out. So that's where the etiquette comes in play because both managers know that both their bullpens and both their starters do it, so they're not calling anybody out on it. So when Larusa calls out the Cardinals guy uh, and Schilt goes crazy after the game about Larusa doing what he did uh, and, and, and calling out the pitcher, that's because, as Schilt put it, pretty much everybody in baseball is doing the same thing, and you choose to come after my guy. Correct. And and I didn't see that incident, but in knowing Tony like we do, we played against him forever. He's big on etiquette too. Now, coaching the White Sox, who doesn't do much etiquette, uh, is a is a weird match. But I, I'm sure he felt like the guy was blatantly applying it, and that is where the issue comes from. He is Seth McClung. Follow him on Twitter. You will not regret it. Very, very good. And again, a great guy to to you know talk with on Twitter, whatever else about you know youth baseball as well. Because you do a lot of coaching of youth baseball uh, down in where are you, Florida, and down in, down in that area. Yeah, yeah, we were, we've spent the last couple weekends doing some perfect game events. I, I coach a, a ton of teams down here. We, we play a lot of baseball. And, you know, I try to answer most of the people on, on Twitter. I have a good time with it. I give stuff away. Um, as long as you're not being a, a turd, I, I really try to, to talk with you. That's awesome. He is Seth McClung. Again, follow him on Twitter, at Seth underscore 3773. Thanks so much, Seth. Appreciate it. All right, thanks for having me. Take care. You bet you take care. There he is, Seth McClung on the great Midwest Bank hotline of applying for a home renovation loan. As you feeling anxious, just breathe and let Great Midwest Bank help you experience a state of banquility. Get started at greatmidwestbank.com. Coming up next, we'll hear from Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. Still ahead, you'll hear from Jordan Love on Rami's show coming up from 3 until 6. Don't go anywhere. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. It's better after investing billions to light up our network, T-Mobile is America's largest 5G network. Plus, right now, you can switch, keep your phone, and we'll pay it off up to $800. See how you can save on every plan versus Verizon and AT&T at T-Mobile.com slash across America. Up to four lines via virtual prepaid card. Allowed 15 days. Qualifying unlocked device credit service ported 90 plus days with device and eligible carrier and timely redemption required. Card has no cash access and expires in six months. A lot can happen between falling in love with a house and owning it. Having an advocate who can help you navigate negotiations, timelines, inspections, and more can make all the difference. That's what the expertise of a Realtor can do for you, because that's who we are. Realtors are members of the National Association of Realtors. Pretty's big show coming up tomorrow. Marcus Johnson will be on the show tomorrow. The Bucks analyst on Valley Sports Wisconsin. He'll join us at 1235. 1235 tomorrow for Marcus Johnson. You're listening to Sparky's Midday Madness right now. See Sparky Fiverr with you. Dan Plucker, executive producer. Uh, other side of the glass. Let me tell you all about Young Express before you hear from Matt LaFleur, who just got done speaking a little bit ago. Have you ever thought about becoming your own boss? Well, now is the time. Maybe it's time for you to join the Young Express team as a successful transporter of expedited freight. Now, what does that mean? Well, it's pretty simple. All it means is you have your vehicle. You drive to point A, pick stuff up, put in your vehicle. 
And then you go to where Young Express tells you to go, and you drop stuff off at point B, and then call back to their 24-7 dispatch team. I'll tell you where to go next. And they're extremely dedicated, take it very personal to keep drivers moving. If you're not moving, you're not making any money. Young Express, you can go over the road in one week and then drive local the next week. Mix it up, local, regional, or over the road. Over the road just means nationwide. With minimal investment in your own vehicle, Young Express provide you all the training necessary for you to become a successful transporter of expedited freight. 99% no-touch freight. Freight's loaded and offloaded for you, so all you have to do is drive. They're looking for full-time independent contractors. Join the Young Express team today. You can find them at youngexpress.com. That's J-U-N-G express.com. Young Express success drives them. Oh, time to hear from Matt LaFleur. He's got to be giddy. He has to be giddy. Jordan Love had himself a day at practice today. The reporters were just dime after dime after dime, and they weren't, you know, five yards, 10 yards, five yards. Uh Uh-uh. It was 30, 45, 35, 33, 40-something. I mean, they were big-time passes from Jordan Love. Two-minute drill goes uh, downfield and two-minute drill, scores a touchdown, leaving play by Alan Lazar for the touchdown. People were pretty jacked up, even to the point of uh, coaches fanning him with like a notepad because he was so on fire uh, during this practice. And again, from a confidence perspective, much needed. Again, you'll hear from Jordan Love coming up during Rami's show uh, between 3 and 6, so you want to stay tuned for that. But here is, uh, again, Packers head coach Matt LaFleur just a little while ago. There you go. There is Matt LaFleur from uh, earlier today, and we're going to talk with uh, Robbie Makaloff coming up next. Find out what is on the Rami show uh, and I know one thing is on the Rami show. Jordan Love will be on the Rami show. You'll hear his uh, presser from earlier today. That's all coming up. We'll talk to Rami next. He gets so crazy at times. Welcome back. Sparky's Midday Madness here on The Fan. How are you doing on a Wednesday? I can't believe it's Wednesday already. I don't know about everybody else, but the week is flying for me. Uh, so, Rami Makloff is in studio. Hello. Hi, Rami. How are Hello. you doing, buddy? Hello. Oh, hold on. Uh, it's not you, man. It's me. I got to fix something here. Uh, there we go. Uh, it's not working. Uh, it could be a problem. Uh, it's still not working. I guess you're going to have to because this uh, other thing here is not working on the board. Uh, I think I got it now. Oh, well, it doesn't matter. Yeah, I got it. It's all right. There How about this one? I think it was just, you know karma saying maybe you shouldn't be on the show but either way uh he's on now all right so what's coming up three to six today on the rami show today we're going to talk about aaron Rodgers and the green bay packers the rogers effect on this team as he's officially a holdout now Mm -hmm. that's coming up uh, right out of the gates we're efforting tom pelissero nfl network to join me in the three o'clock hour he's in between travel and he's going to try and make some time for the rami show at four o'clock get into this bucks team and uh and uh Ah, this Bucks team, man. So we'll get into that at 4 o'clock. Eric Name, our old friend from The Athletic, is going to join me at 4.30 to talk some Bucks, and we'll be hearing from uh, Jordan Love, 4.45 on the Rami Show, his first time uh, getting in front of the microphones, cameras, and uh, answering the tough questions that people probably have for him during all this. What are your uh, top three issues with the Bucks? <sighs> top three. Giannis. That's one. That's one. He's number one. Because okay. it starts and ends with that dude, man. If you want to be that dude, and Spark, you know I love Giannis. He's an immigrant. I'm a son of immigrants. I love a good immigrant story. I love Giannis. Love me some Giannis. But, man, if you're going to be that dude, 
when things don't go right, it comes with some blame, and he just hasn't been good enough. And I feel like nobody is saying that. Like we 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 feel like we can't criticize Giannis, and I, and uh, I, don't, I don't know why. Oh, one second, I know you're listening to the Big Show. Uh, the first topic on the Big Show today was: Can the Bucks win a championship with Giannis as the best player? Hey, you know what? Uh, Tom Pelissero just texted me in one minute. He has to come on, so can we just end crosstalk and See? start the Rami show? Try, he's trying to avoid the Giannis question. <laughs> no, so, I'll show you the text. No, nah, believe you. I will literally show you the text. Sh- yeah, it, Look, it, Tom Pelissero, one minute. He, he said, "Call him I, in I, one I minute, you. man." It's probably part, but we'll we'll see if it's Pelissero. <laughs> Stay tuned. Don't don't go anywhere because Tom Pelissero is calling from uh, airport or somewhere important. He's in Green Bay. He's in Green Bay. Oh, even yeah. better. Great. Yeah, he was in Green Bay watching Jordan Love light it up today. So I want Beautiful. to talk with Tom Pelissero about that. Well, shut up so we can get to him. Let's do it then. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my world on even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.